Culture. Welcome back to Audio Culture, a podcast for millennial music junkies everywhere. I'm Julius. And I'm Matthew. Let's, Let's start, start the, the show. show. Montana featuring Swaley, I think that's how you say your name, mm-hmm. uh, Unforgettable, and it's one of their new, well, it's one of French's new singles that just came out a few weeks ago. Um, I like it. It's got that island Caribbean vibe that everybody is, you know, into these days, but I think it's a cute song. It's, it's good for the summer, you know. Yeah, I heard it a couple of times, but I didn't realize it was French, Montana, and Swaley until I saw the, uh, the BET Awards, oh, and I was yeah. like, oh. I, I forgot I like this song. <laughs> right. The, the album vibe doesn't really bother me too much. I enjoy the song. Oh, it's it doesn't. Cool. No, it doesn't bother me. I, I don't dislike any. I'm not. I don't <laughs> like dislike any song mm-hmm. because they are island, e. But it's just. I mean, this song isn't going to. I mean, the name of the song is unforgettable, but I'm pretty sure we're going to forget about it oh. in a couple of <laughs> months or so. Yeah. I mean, I do enjoy it, but you know, it doesn't stand out. To yeah. Me. Welcome back to Audio Culture, guys. I'm Matt. And I'm Julius. And here we are, another week. Um, how are you? You doing good? I'm doing well. We're we're halfway through the week. Two more days to go. And Halfway we, through the year. We are Dude. halfway through the year. <laughs> this is the first week of the, uh, yeah. of the second half of the year. A lot is going on this month, um, just in personal lives and, <laughs> and the show. Um, also, we have our mid-year music review coming up next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited about that. And I posted on our Instagram about our new logo that we have that we're going to be, you know, unveiling or revealing or whatever, um, next week on our, I guess, one year anniversary Mm -hmm. because our first show was uploaded on the 10th, uh, July 10th last year. So, uh, so yeah, exciting stuff. Yeah. I'm excited. New mid-year, new us. <laughs> Did right, you make exactly. any mid-year resolutions? <clears throat> no, I, was, I don't I think so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm still trying to stick to the, the new year ones that I made. Um, so let's hop right into our Culture Shock music news. So... Um, Adele may never tour again. Um, I'm a huge fan of Adele, as you are as well, even though you didn't care for 25, right? I didn't say I didn't care for it, it's just, oh. Lemonade was better. <laughs> <laughs> All across the board. Um, but anyways, <laughs> that doesn't take away from Adele, so. Mm, uh, yeah, but she recently, um, posted on her Instagram Basically saying that she's, you know, concluding her 25 world tour and she has, I guess, come forth and said that she only had like two shows left in London. She was doing like four like mm-hmm. final shows of the tour and she had two shows left in London. And unfortunately, she has um, 
some medical problems, like something happened with her vocal cords or something, and she's basically not able to perform the last two shows. <laughs> and she was saying, she, you know, posted something on Instagram. It's very long. I'm not going to read it all. Um, but basically the gist of it was saying, you know, her apologizing and she knows like the gravity of this. <laughs> like she understands like people made plans to, you know, fly to the UK, made mm-hmm. plans, you know, bought the tickets. Like they plan to spend time with their family over this, you know, like she understands it's a huge thing for her to do. It's not just her canceling two shows. It's like her last two shows. She's like, she's done a hundred, 121 shows. And it's the last two, mm-hmm. you know, over the past year and a half. And she had two left, and it's just, it sounds heartbreaking. And, you know, it sucks, though, because she's also, like I said, saying she may never tour again, because that's, like, the part that she hates about being an artist. Like, and it's not even connecting with the fans or, you know, anything, but it's, like, the whole being on stage in front of people thing, and just, I guess she hasn't completely got over that, you know, throughout the years. Like, her fans made her feel welcome, and everybody that came to the shows, but it's just, that part and then being on the road and having to you know like kind of uproot her family and you know just take them all around the world which sounds Mm -hmm. fun in theory but for someone i guess who's more of an introvert and just kind of wants to be at home in one place and Mm -hmm. do you know just kind of you know prosper there it's kind of a shift when you when you have family oh yeah and and things like that but i'm pretty sure that i remember her um kind of saying that she didn't know she was going to tour anymore like some time ago I vaguely oh, really? remember her saying that, like as you just said, she doesn't <clears throat> like the whole touring aspect of being um, being a celebrity. So she mm-hmm. wasn't sure if she was going to tour. And I mean, you know, which is unfortunate, you know, mm-hmm. for people who really do want to see her live. As you know, I've been very vocal about not wanting to see Adele <laughs> in concert, not because yeah. I don't think she <laughs> is talented, just because I would rather, it you know, I would, like I, would, I would rather have her production. When I pay to go mm-hmm. see someone, um, but I wonder if that means I wonder if she's going to releasing more albums. I mean, I was thinking, I was, I was just about to say, I hope this doesn't mean that's the end of her music career because she can be at home and record all the albums she wants and just put them out and not tour. Yeah, that would suck, but we would still get new music, you know, every few years. Mm-hmm. Which I would, I would choose that over her just going radio silent, you know, for now until mm-hmm. whenever. But. You know, she's still going to do her. <clears throat> award shows I would assume but it's, I think as far as like yeah possibly as far as being on the tour bus I think she may may yeah. be over that but at the same and time and it's so she, odd because she's only like 27, 28 like she's super yeah. young like but no the other you know, thing about it is she's had a fairly successful career oh yeah. so even if she decides yeah. to stop now it's not like no she's she, said. <laughs> yeah she said she's I mean said. 21 and 25 <laughs> are the two best selling albums within like the past Millennium, <laughs> twenty years or so. Oh, maybe not twenty years, but at least the past ten years. They're the two yeah. best-selling albums since the two thousands, probably. So. so yeah, it you know it sucks because like me, I like you said, even though it would be just be her sitting on a stool for two hours, you know, singing, I would go to that. Like I would, pay, I wouldn't pay like hundreds of dollars, but like I would, you know, try to go to that if I could. Mm-hmm. And I would want to see that. Um, just say I went to an Adele concert, so you know that kind of sucks that that might not happen. But you know, hopefully this isn't the end of her, you know, music career altogether. But we do wish her, you know, a recovery, a speedy recovery, because I think she was having surgery, you know, for the mm-hmm. <clears throat> the medical issues. But, um, but yeah. yeah. So speaking of Beyonce, the twins are here, as we all know. Are and we it's, talking about Beyonce? I mean, indirectly. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> the twins are here, as we all know. She hasn't given us any photos or visuals or anything yet, but that's fine with me. Just the fact that 
enough sources have confirmed. Even though she hasn't posted about it, I just kind of feel in my spirit that they're here. So, um, but you know, apparently they're at home doing well. She's resting, which is good. I don't need a I don't need a website update. I don't need a photo on Instagram. Just you know, give it to us when you're ready, sis. Like no rush, because um, I really don't expect her to like. Like I was telling my friends just the other day, I, like I feel like she's gonna do a, a website update with like some pictures of the twins, maybe. And then re-release Lemonade just in time for Christmas, just to get some extra coins. And then that's all she's going to do this year. Like, she's taking a break. (laughs) I hope she doesn't re-release Lemonade. Or, like, do, like, a bonus whatever. Not re-release. Like she did with, you know, Beyonce. I I don't want that to be done either. Why? Because Lemonade is fine the way that it is. She will be tainting it. I still ain't got my vinyl, She would. (laughs) She would be tainting the album if she decides to add some songs after. Like, I... Lemonade is done. That era is done. She needs to move on. Okay. In my opinion. Yeah. I don't, well, like I said, we'll, oh, if she gave us the Formation World Tour DVD for Christmas, that would be I would, that'd be good too, sis, if you listen. Which Beyonce you probably doesn't do DVDs anymore. Blue told her no. And she there's said, still okay. hope. Okay? There's no. still hope. Well, anyway. So I oh. like how y'all know how well she's doing, <laughs> that she's resting. We just The Beehive just feels it, you know? Oh. It's just in our spirits. And, I, and we're in New Orleans, so I'm kind of, like, connected to Salines. So it's, like, I, I get the vibes, you know? Anyways. So, yeah, the twins are here and rumored to allegedly be named uh, Rumi and Sir Carter. So apparently she had, allegedly she had a boy and a girl. And the girl's named Rumi and the boy is named Sir. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's, I don't think it's Rumi. I think it's Rumi. It's spelled R-U-M-I. That's where all, like, the blogs are saying. So... I don't know if it's Rumi or Rummy, mm-hmm. but I'm thinking it's Rumi. And that's cute. I like it. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Do you like yeah. those names? I like those. Well, I like Rumi. I don't like Sir. I know oh. Sir's from my childhood. And I, was oh. like, I mean, I'm not going to say I dislike <clears throat> the name. It's just maybe it'll grow me like Blue Ivy did. Yeah. I, I was just thinking that. Because when I first, I remember hearing like the reports of you know Blue mm-hmm. Ivy her name coming out and it was like Ivy Blue mm-hmm. and Blue Ivy and some other you know names and I was just kind of like mm, yeah. I don't know how I feel about this <laughs> but you know that's it that so, those are the names you know I was yeah. reading somewhere that you know they trademarked Sir and Rumi so people are assuming that that's uh, why they're trying to trademark the baby's names yeah I mean they did that with Blue though like not long after she was born but yeah too, but so. I mean I don't know I'm, I'm we'll not see. going to speculate I will just wait until <laughs> she gives us the name. Yeah, it's not worth me trying to figure out. Yeah. Um. Well. But I, I. But I do like. I really do like the name Rumi. Mm-hmm. Um. Sir. I mean, if that's if it's Sir it's Carter. It's kind of like when a guy's named Guy. You know, like you meet a guy named Guy. It's just kind of like, I don't know. To me, that's always been kind of weird. It's not a bad name, but it's just kind of like they didn't put any thought <laughs> into into this. <laughs> so. But no, I like Sir though. It's for them it, it works. Like Sir Carter, that's that's another like, you know, like Jay Z or Beyonce. So it's like set up for them to be famous. I'm not gonna speculate, I'll just wait until <laughs> we get an official word from the Carters. So moving from Beyonce to her husband, Jay Z released a four forty four last week and it has already went platinum. I saw. And apparently the album was pirated also a million times in 72 hours, which sucks, but, but um, it didn't stop his, you know, his success of it. So 
I mean, I could kind of see that happening, though, just because it is, you know, limited to one streaming service. So mm-hmm. once just a few people get it and then put it, you know, out mm-hmm. there, it's like, well, there it is. So, But no, I was reading somewhere <clears throat> that um, I think that this, so it did go platinum, but it's more than likely not because of streams, mm-hmm. um, because it's only oh, on, because of the sprint thing. Well, because it's only on title and title hasn't like released any of the streaming stuff. Like I was reading something mm-hmm. today that said in order for the album to go platinum from this time, I mean from the time of release up until the time that was mm-hmm. certified platinum, every user would have had to listen to the album once every hour. Every hour since the release of it. Mm-hmm. Which basically means it needs to get like one point six billion streams which is a lot (laughs) which is a lot but i'm but i'm pretty but i'm pretty sure it's probably something similar to like what the rihanna thing like because even somebody bought a million bought so many copies because you know buying like a company regardless of who buys a copy still goes towards the certification yeah even yeah because even i was like this is soon <laughs> like this yeah. is really soon for it to be black because even I, when i scrolled past the article today i was like whoa like yeah. already it's been out a week and you know it's already hit platinum status yeah i, just, um, I think it's very unlikely that it it became platinum off of title streams alone within yeah. three or four days I, i'm pretty sure there's another component to i mean not taking anything away from them but mm-hmm. you know but yeah Definitely, definitely. And this is 13th album that's mm-hmm. went platinum. Like all, it's 13th platinum. Yeah, record. all of his albums have gone platinum. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. But not everybody is excited for him, I'm sure. Um, speaking of Kanye, <laughs> oh. he has apparently... A lot of different people are saying that he's left title like for breach of contract because they owe him about $3 million mm-hmm. in unpaid royalties um, from the life of Pablo. Mm-hmm. And... As we've heard in Jay-Z's album, he, I guess, loaned Kanye, I want to say $20 million, right? Is that about that much? Um, yeah, I heard some mention of $20 million, but I don't really know it exactly. Yeah. What. And I'm thinking that must have been for like the production of The Life of Pablo or whatever, but I just thought it was, like, I don't know, I guess worth mentioning, because that... It just sucks that we've kind of watched their friendship, like, since Watch the Throne just kind of crumble, you mm-hmm. know? And just, I don't want to say that they're falling out over money, because I'm sure neither of them are hurting I'm for sure that. they are. <laughs> oh, you think they are? I don't know, like, I, I, I have a lot of different feelings <clears throat> about it. I mean, because I feel like it can go both ways, you yeah. know? Jay-Z has lost a lot of good hip-hop friends over the years, from Damon Dash to... Yeah. Now Kanye to didn't him and Nas have a falling out. Well, they point? were they didn't like each other off. They're they're cool now, but they yeah. started off beefing. Oh, but it was but it was because of rap. It wasn't because oh, of okay money. <laughs> it was just because you know it was a mm-hmm. rap beef. But um, but I could see you know I could see it strictly being like a business thing for Jay Z. I, was just about I can to also say, see yeah. from others from the from the other end, Kanye was crazy for a good minute and you don't we don't know exactly how that affected his relationship with mm-hmm. with jay-z and so i mean i don't know i'm pretty i'm pretty sure though it, it does go back to money because it's always yeah. about money i was gonna say because Kanye, like you said he kind of fell off the deep end for a minute but mm-hmm. with good reason because you know his wife did get robbed at gunpoint I mean, well, <laughs> and that was then, a slippery he was 
Well, yeah, I know before then, but still just that added on to it. And, you know, he had made claims before, before any of this happened, that, you know, Jay hadn't been the best friend through that and before, Mm -hmm. I guess, since he got with Kim. So, I don't know. It seems like it is personal, but like you said, well, no, it doesn't seem like it's personal. It seems like it is a business thing, but Kanye is taking it personal. And that's what's kind of like fueling this. I'm sure this deal is some personal stuff. I mean, they didn't show up to his wedding. Yeah, that's I mean, true. <laughs> I'm assuming that got an invite. I'm assuming yeah. they got an invite, but that's what, I'm yeah. sure, you know, there's years of stuff that's <clears throat> been going on that mm-hmm. is probably That's what just... I guess been since, watch, since 2010, 2011, when Watch the Throne came out. Because mm-hmm. I went to the tour in, you know, Atlanta, and um, it was awesome. Like, it was mm-hmm. a great tour. And like I said, just since then, it's just been downhill, you know, mm-hmm. as far as their personal friendship and then all this other stuff with title and you know yeah. everything has kind of just contributed to it so <sighs> I'm curious to see how this is going to play out I'm yeah. curious to see what Kanye's next album is going to sound like because oh, you know because yeah. you know uh, Jay did take some jabs at Kanye oh yeah in the first song <laughs> in Kill yeah. Jay Z he talked about him so yeah, so. Um, yeah and we'll dive deeper into that because I'm pretty sure we're going to review 444 in the coming weeks so yeah so stay tuned for that. Um, one last thing. So moving from one music mogul to the next, uh, P. Diddy has released a musical document. Well, it's not musical. It's just a, a documentary about his uh, bad boy label. Mm-hmm. It's called Can't Stop, Won't Stop, A Bad Boy Story. And it's exclusively on Apple Music. And it's basically, you know, uh, chronologically following them from the start from at 1993 when they were founded to the present day mm. you know covering biggie's death um their recent re- reunion in brooklyn last year and just a behind the scenes look of you know pdd's career mm-hmm. and it's a hour and a half long documentary um we haven't watched it you haven't watched it have you yeah we haven't watched it <laughs> but i just wanted to you know see how you felt about it and tell you guys that you know it's out there if you're a bad boy fan or a p diddy fan and you know it's definitely something to check out because it looks like it's well the trailer looks really good Mm -hmm. so i have plans on watching it but i just haven't yet yeah it's something i'm interested in watching i have no idea well i didn't really know about i think i've made i may have seen a couple of things on like i saw like something about it on apple tv today but i kept Mm -hmm. going past it but no i'm interested in watching it you know i love a good uh, music history Right. I love documentaries, so, you know, we'll definitely check that out. And you guys should check it out as well. All right, and that's going to be it for me. All right, so next up is This Week in Music History. So I went to go back about four years to July 4th, 2013. Jay-Z released his 12th studio album, Magna Carta Holy Grail, as a free download but only for Samsung customers who can access it through the Jay-Z Magna Carta app. Mm-hmm. Um, Non-Samsung users will have to tough it out and buy the album at retail price four days later. So that made me think, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on but what are your thoughts on music exclusives on certain platforms? Um, you're just talking about like album releases. Yeah. Or just in general. Music in any form. I mean, singles. Mm, 
music I think videos. They're good for the artist, not necessarily good for the consumer. And I don't know. It's tricky because it's like I get why, but then I'm kind of like, okay, that's good for me if I have the platform or mm-hmm. the streaming service, but it's not if I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. And that just, I mean, it honestly kind of enhances the piracy. And we, like we saw yeah. Jay Z's album, it enhanced, you know, his album was streamed over a million times in 72 hours mm-hmm. because it, it was only released on Tidal. You know, had it, not, had it been released across the board on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play Music, you know, everything, mm-hmm. there wouldn't have been nearly as many, you know, downloads or piracy, you know, piracy downloads. So I do think, in, in essence, they're good for the artists. But like I said, they're not good for the overall consumer. Now, mm-hmm. if you're just trying to reach, which I'm guessing they are, their you know target consumer, which is for that you know mm-hmm. streaming service, that's the way to go. But I don't. It's just it's tricky. And as we've seen over the years, at with the streaming services blow up, mm-hmm. you know, it's just been a hard thing to navigate. Because we talked about it before on the show. Like, are they good? Are they bad? You know. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. What are your thoughts? So I kind of disagree with you. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I do agree with you with the um, in the sense that it's bad for the consumer because the consumer has to be a member of every platform right. at this, this point to be able to listen to albums mm-hmm. that come out. Like, I luckily have Sprint. I hate Sprint. But luckily, this is the one time Sprint came through for me. <laughs> I was able to get a six-month right. subscription to Tidal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, other than that, I have Apple Music. And for the most part, those are the only two streaming services that have pretty much been, uh, that have exclusives. Spotify is not going to do Uh, any of that, which I think is cool. Even though they have the most uh, users. But but I think that may be another reason why it does not benefit the artist. Like, um, because of the piracy. Mm -hmm. Like... Because I think, I want to say I saw somewhere on Twitter where Jay-Z said that he's like, even if y'all are like not going to download title to listen to it, just get somebody else's login information so you can, so I can get right. ready for don't, the stream. Yeah, just don't, just don't power it. I mean, it's, it's, it's especially since that's kind of like the whole point of, right. like he's talk, he talks about in his album, and it's the kind of the point of title is mm-hmm. to, to get back to the artist. Like they worked hard on this, but you know, that's, that's another conversation but i don't know if it does help the artist now it does help that platform right it does help title you know and when the artist is yeah, connected like, to title like you know Jay-Z like is. you know apparently allegedly 1.5 million <clears throat> pe- 1.5 million people joined title oh, when wow. kanye r- oh, released yeah. uh the life of pablo, the life of pablo. Mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure there's a equivalent number of people who did it for beyonce and mm-hmm. And, 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 and similar artists. So I do think it benefits that platform at that one point in time. Yeah. But I don't know if it benefits the artists because they are missing out on a sizable... On a lot more, yeah. A sizable artist. Right. And <clears throat> the last thing I did want to say, because you were talking about like the piracy, I think it, people are going to... like I do think that streaming does help with the piracy a little bit mm-hmm. but i've come to realize that people still just want the that link to download it so they don't mm-hmm. have to worry about it 
being on a streaming service. Like, because, you know, I used to do it for a long time. I did it for years. And I still have people asking me, hey, can you yeah. send me this? I'm like, I don't have time. To, I don't. <laughs> I have a whole entire life going on. I don't yeah. have time to even download albums for you to listen to. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. I, I really do wish that uh, the streaming services would stop the exclusive things because it, it is... Mm-hmm. It comes to a disservice, like even like in this instance where um, Jay Z's album isn't even for purchase yet. And like, I would prefer, like, as I've said to before, I would it. prefer yeah. to buy the album exactly than download title. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wish, going off that, that people or artists would, would use, um, I guess, well. I was gonna say I wish they would just use iTunes, but that just kind of goes to Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was gonna say I wish they would put it up for purchase, like on just. I guess they would have to do it across all platforms, but put it up for purchase, not for streaming, but for purchase, and then put it up for streaming on whatever you know streaming mm-hmm. service they wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, just so they could, you know, like you said, reach more people and get more money because they are kind of missing out when they mm-hmm. just you know exclusively put it on one service so and, and yeah and not to like give beyonce like so much praise but she did i think she did a good made a good choice when she decided to have lemonade for purchase mm-hmm. and only streamed on title like i just don't think yeah. that you need to just have it only you, it, music should not be able to be consumed in one yeah fashion mm-hmm. and i think she made a good choice in deciding to do that i don't Definitely. know but at the same time you know, music sales don't make up the majority of artists' income mm-hmm. these the, these days. So maybe it doesn't mean anything to any of them. True, true. I was thinking, what if they started doing, I guess, for releases, just putting it on everything, but then like a few months, or whatever, down, just have it on title. Would that you know be any better? You think? Or, like, uh-huh. be a way to maximize on the album release, you know? Like, when it first comes out, it's on everything. But then after a few, you know, a month or so, it's exclusively on title. So now you had your window to get it, you know? I don't know. I just feel like... Anyway, but... I feel like if anything is going to boost piracy, it's going to be that. Oh, really? Making it widely accessible, and then it's not accessible anymore. People are not going to download title. True, true. Like, I literally gave one of our friends my login <laughs> information for title. She was like, I don't want to download it. When can you send me the link? Mm-hmm. I think people just don't want to. People don't like title. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because, like I say, people love Jay-Z's album and they love everything yeah. that he's talking about, but they don't. But they, at the same time, they don't. They don't want to support him. Support him? Yeah. I'm like, y'all it's are completely weird. okay with giving um, Apple Music all your money. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not anyway. But see, my issues with title, <coughs> is, as I've said before, are the interface. Yeah. It's just and, not easy to navigate. Yeah, it's not yeah. easy to, to navigate at all, but I, I don't like the interface. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, like, Apple Music is integrated with everything else that I use, like, it's, it's just mm-hmm. more convenient. Yeah. But the, the, the sound quality of Tidal is amazing. Oh, yeah. So You played the difference for me the other day with yeah. Wild Thoughts, and I was just like, wow. They sound drastically <laughs> different. Yeah. Like, if they could work away, if they could fix this interface and work away to integrate the Tidal app into, like, my running app and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I would 
consider. I'm still not saying I would do it, but mm-hmm. I would be more willing to do it. But yeah, <sighs> the woes of being a black man in America. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see how you know the streaming services and everything else evolves as it has, like I said, in the past you know five years. Mm-hmm. So. All right, so moving into the last part of the show, our album review. It ain't like we've been doing different things. Cause you were mine before you two began. Past times of loving you, lick a sweat and touching the breakups, makeups, and kissing every inch of you. And I, 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 I took a backseat on love. So this week we are reviewing Mac Wilde's second studio album after hours mm-hmm. um mac wilds his legal name is is it tristan wild tristan paul mac wilds oh i did not know that's just no tristan no. Wilds. yeah yeah tristan paul mac wilds why do you that's know his, his whole name, name. <laughs> his wikipedia page but um <laughs> how we find everything <laughs> he came to prominence i guess when he was an in actor. the wire yeah, he was an he actor. He was an actor in The Wire. He was also in uh, the reboot of 90210. He was in Red Tails. He was in Red Tails. He was in He's currently Super. on The Breaks. Yeah. Which is a new TV show on, uh, on VH1 and on uh, Secret Life of Bees. Uh, he was in that movie. What's the name of the TV show with Sonal Lathan? Shot, Shoot Him, One Shot? I have no clue. I don't know. So, Sonal Lathan produced some show on Fox. Shots Fired. He's also oh. on Shots Fired. So he's. Made you know and fairly good. And he was good. in Adele's Hello music yeah. video. <laughs> but he's you know he's fairly known in oh, yeah, the definitely. in the acting community. And uh, his first album, A New York Love Story, I think it came out maybe two thousand. It was 2013. 2013. 2013. An album that I really enjoyed. He covered um, Remember the Time, and I really enjoyed. Like I never thought that I wanted a Remember the Time ballad. <laughs> yeah. But no, I really enjoyed. He was nominated for a Grammy for best. Um, Contemporary R and B album. Did he win? No, he didn't win. No, he didn't win. But um, I enjoyed the yeah. album. His 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 debut. Did you? Yeah. Were you familiar with any of his music? Yes, I've heard of him before. I originally, you know, uh, discovered him through nine hundred two one zero. I watched that briefly, like when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was the only <laughs> black character. Well, only minority character on a cast of like like the ten leading people were mm-hmm. all white, and then he was just the only you know minority character mm-hmm. um so of course my focus is gonna go there <laughs> but um but no he was really good on the show and um then i you know started seeing him pop up in other stuff mm-hmm. so i was like oh, okay you know but i didn't know he was a singer like mm-hmm. i just thought he was an actor and then you know 2013 that um the new york love story you know mm-hmm. album came out and i can't i remember listening to it but i can't remember if I liked it or not. See, I, I would listen to Remember the Time, mm-hmm. the the cover, and it, it was really good, like you said, but the overall album, I'm going to have to go back because <laughs> no, I can't remember if it was good or not. There were a lot of good me. songs on it. I, I really I really did enjoy it. It mm-hmm. had like a 90s vibe to yeah. it. And even before he released this album, he had a song that came out. I want to say it was called like a 90s song or something. I love the 90s, something about this. So like yeah. he was sticking to the 90s thing very tough. Uh-huh. for a minute and um so i was expecting this album to have that um type of vibe mm-hmm. and i was completely wrong right <laughs> well he's 27 and mm-hmm. so he grew up you know in the 90s um mm-hmm. he, i guess that means he was born in what 80 89 or 90 sure probably okay. i'm about to be 28 so yeah okay anyways um yeah so you want to get into the review well what are your first thoughts about the album 
Um, it's not what I expected. And I'm, I mean, I don't know what I expected, but is I don't know. <clears throat> I have a lot of thoughts and I just, yeah, <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Okay. Cause I'll wait till we get into the songs. <laughs> so I was not expecting a baby making album. Right. Like he, so <clears throat> listening to it very superficially, I was like, oh, this is like another tree song. Let's have sex all the time album. But once I like really sat down and listened to it, I was actually somewhat impressed with his storytelling in the album. Because if, if you actually listen to mm-hmm. the lyrics, he actually does tell yeah. a story. And it's, it's a trifling story, but it's a story nonetheless. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I guess we can go ahead and get into it. So there are some visuals for the oh, album. Oh, I forget about that. Um... So he released the album as a mini series. So yeah. there were six episodes, so mm-hmm. to speak. Yeah. And um, not music videos. <laughs> they're not music episodes. videos. They're, they're episodes. <laughs> it was. It's. They're all about anywhere between nine to fifteen minutes long, mm-hmm. and it's basically all acting. And then at the end of the um, the episode, he like closes it out with the instrumental or the actual the song. song. Yeah, because each one is titled after a track. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can get into each of the videos or episodes as we get into the song. Okay. I know which is which. I don't know if you okay, I, wrote them. I was going to say, I couldn't remember. No. I, <laughs> so I know if you want to go ahead and talk about it now. Or... No, I, I, I got it <laughs> okay. written down. <laughs> All right. Number one is, you know, titled Intro. And um, it does, I guess, set the tone for the album. That's what we always talk about, you know, in the album reviews is does this set the tone for the rest of, you know, the album. And not that intros have to do that or the first song has to do that, but for me, that just kind of is what I've come to expect just because I feel like it starts it off right, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, as far as the song itself, I'm not... It's kind of boring, but it does set the tone for the album because he, like, repeats nighttime is the right time mm-hmm. in the beginning, you know, in the well, in the song. And, you know, so for that, I guess it kind of, you know, just as a song, it's not great, Mm -hmm. but it does let you know, hey, it is about to be a sexy album. (laughs) And so, (laughs) and I do agree with you, but one thing I did want to say as I was reading through one of his interviews is that he said that this album was inspired by night. So that's why all the episodes are filmed at night and it's called After Hours, but he said this album is inspired by night. So that's what he kept on saying, like... Basically, no, said this is the nighttime is the right time. Right time, yeah. That goes back to that. Yeah. But no, I actually do agree with everything that you said about the the intro. I do think it does set up the rest of the album. It's very forgettable. I cannot tell oh, yeah. you a single thing about it. <laughs> but um, yeah. but like I say, it does set up the album because um, even in it, he talks about like how he there's this girl that he likes, but she's kind of like playing him. She's like yeah. paying attention, but she's not paying attention. Mm-hmm. So it um. I, like, I, I agree. I think it does set up the album, but it's not, but it's literally just an intro. So mm-hmm. a minute and a half long. But, yeah. And yeah, that's really my only thoughts about that song. But it does segue into number two, which is Bunny and Clyde featuring Wale. And this is one of the songs that had an episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the um, <laughs> episode where Mac Wilds and the model have sex in the bathroom yeah so um 
I'm gonna say two two separate things. So I'm gonna talk about the song first, cause like I was like, oh, he actually sounds really good here. I'm not saying he's like a great singer, yeah, but he actually sounds really good on this on this song to me. And he basically in this song, he's talking uh, about like how he's the side man, yeah, or whatever you know, the girl <laughs> that he's talking to. She has a boyfriend, and yeah. they know that they're like doing wrong, and um. But they just can't get enough each other, and I, I and I, I'm kind of aggravated, not aggravated. I'm kind of over all of the people want to be Bunny and Clyde. Bunny and Clyde died. Okay, <laughs> they weren't successful Bunny in, their, and Clyde in their mission. <laughs> died at the end of the movie. Yeah, but um, but no, I really do enjoy the song. I don't know how I feel about Wale's part because it really does sound like he's reading poetry. So I don't know if he contributed to the song because it's a very sexy song. They're talking yeah. about having sex and you know you know being bad and that's bad all they guys. do in the visual yeah <laughs> like it's them oh and then the video oh the, or not the video the episode <laughs> was terrible yeah like i think i per i will be it's the, the first, very first to say, one right no it wasn't the first one. Oh, it that would that was another song that was the one with the the model was in that one it, yeah but we'll get into that later okay but um the acting was not good for him to be a seasoned actor. I was like, you... And he also directed all the videos. This is the one where he's at the bar with the girl. Yeah. Right? It's okay. like when he comes back out of town, he's like, oh, why didn't you call me? And she was like... And he's like, he's like, he's like oh, my phone my I, my phone died. Uh, I missed your text. And she's like, yeah. I'll text you. <laughs> and then he's like, how you phone. been? All right. But anyway, <laughs> so what are your thoughts? Um, The video was terrible. And just... I guess I'm going to go ahead and say this across the board for all of them. The acting is very subpar. <laughs> and he's not even, he's only in, what, one of them? Two of them? He's not even in. I think he's only in. He's only in one, one of them. Maybe. Yeah, he's only in one of the videos. But he also one. said that um, he wanted each of the episodes to be about different people and different experiences. So uh, that part, that doesn't yeah. bother me. I don't know. I just, I didn't. Like I said, the acting was just very um, less than to me, and I don't. It was. Just, it looked real amateur. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just didn't. It didn't connect with me. Like I get what he was trying to do, you know, as far as giving you a storyline to follow with mm -hmm. the music, but it didn't showcase the music. <laughs> it didn't really, True. you know, in some ways, effectively portray what's going on in the in the song. I don't know. It was just I didn't really care for the the visuals overall. This one in particular, like you said, it was just kind of I don't know. It's just hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> like all of them were hard to watch for me. So, um, but the song, anyways, uh, it's got a sexy beat and like a vibe to it. That's okay. Um, he sounds good vocally. Like you know, this is the first song we're kind of hearing him sing, and I could have done without Willie's part because yeah. it just. It didn't... I always feel like features should add to the original song, and this didn't do that for me. It just didn't... Like you said, he wasn't even, like... It was, like, spoken it word. It was like a spoken word. <laughs> but it didn't... Even so, like, there's been some spoken word that adds to music and adds to tracks, you know, but this wasn't it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I just didn't... I could have done without that, so... Anywho, number three is Obsession. Um... This sounds very, very Trey Songs <laughs> to me. Um, it's got a nice beat, and it's it's not a terrible song overall, but um, 
I don't. Was there a video for this? Yes. Which one was so this? This was the one with um, the first the first video, the, the first one, one with the photographer <laughs> and the model. So okay. this, so there's like we said, there are six <laughs> episodes. This was episode one. Yeah. And I, I was watching. I was like, what are we getting ourselves into? God. And this, yeah, it just sets you up just all wrong because it's this guy leaving his girl to go to the club because he's a photographer and he photographs Instagram models and rappers and everybody else and she's like i guess kind of jealous and doesn't want him to go but he goes anyways and then he like has this friend who's an instagram model that ends up being tristan wilde's ex Mm -hmm. that we find out and he like i guess is flirting with her has a crush on her or whatever but then he finds them fucking in the bathroom from the bonnie and clyde video and it's just like then he's in his feelings. And then he's in his feelings, and then he goes like, home. He got a whole girlfriend at home. <laughs> right. That's what I was thinking. I was like, so you just going to forget you had a girl? like, And then he go home and like cuddles her, but then looks like depressed as fuck. Like, I don't know. It was just... I, mm. oh. You can go ahead. <laughs> well, I actually, I enjoyed this song. Like, um, like it, it sounds good, and but when that beat drops to me, like when he goes into, uh, I guess, the, the pre-chorus or the... I can't remember exactly what part it is, but I don't know. I really enjoy the beat. Like the production is is really good, and mm-hmm. and like I said, the thing that does, like I said, I was initially turned off by because I was like, I don't, we don't need another Trey Songs, Chris Brown album. But um, I don't know for some reason it didn't turn me off. And but it's like I think it's when I started listening to what he was talking about. Yeah, he still is problematic. But like I said, he does tell a story because like so even in this song, they're even still they're still talking about being infidels. They're still talking about, well, still talking about her cheating on her boyfriend, and now he's cheating on his girlfriend, and mm-hmm. how he's becoming obsessed with her. Like she's all that he can think about, and that was is another one of the problems that I did have with the episodes because and you, you did allude to this or maybe you did say it just a second ago but the the episodes did not complement the songs at all yeah. I, I mean outside of the fact that like they didn't showcase the music mm-hmm. the videos and the message of the songs were completely different and right. there was a lot that he could have done with the music videos to make it seem like a more cohesive mm-hmm. visual but um, but with that being said, I I, I enjoy Obsession. Um, I think it's a good song. All right, and so number four is Senses featuring Tank, and I actually really like this song too. I really like the chorus. Like I like the whole. I don't. I think I just like a song about senses because I know that Jeremiah has a song <laughs> called Five Senses, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy that for some reason. But no. I like this song. Um, it didn't have an episode or anything. Mm-mm. But but the one thing I will say is about this time, I was like, okay, the whole sexy thing is starting to get old. Can we find something else to talk yeah. about? Can we shift gears a little bit? But with that being said, I, I do enjoy the song. Um, I will say their voices sound good together. You know, they didn't clash, mm-hmm. which is always a good thing. <laughs> Um, I don't really care for the song, though. It's uh, sort of a filler to me. And I'm not sure if I like his falsetto or not. I like his falsetto but, overall. Yeah. I don't. I can't rem- really remember in this song. Oh. Well, um, yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, it sounded good, but then I was kind of like, is he hitting the note? <laughs> or like, <laughs> is he not? I don't know. And um, Tink sounds like Janae Aiko <laughs> to me in the song. Oh, yeah. That's fair. So, I mean, that's a compliment. It's a great thing. But, um, but I just noticed that when I was listening to it. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm not, I don't really have too many strong feelings about it. It was just kind of playing. So, mm-hmm. like, I was trying to get into it, but I just, you know, I couldn't. So, mm. yeah. And another thing with this song is like, just going back to like the flow of it. Um, in this song, they're both talking about, I feel like at this point, they're just like, you know, forget about these other people. Let's focus on us. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to f- focus on pleasing you. Mm-hmm. You focus on pleasing me type thing. But anyway, that's that. True. <laughs> Number five. Pleasing your senses. Vi- <laughs> vibes featuring Cam Wallace. Um, This one, I think I enjoyed a little bit more. Like you just said, all this whole album is basically just a baby making album. It's all, you know, slow jams for the most part. Um, and this one's no different, <laughs> but it's cute. I like it, and um, like the beat's really nice. His flow, you know, in the in the song is is nice because he's like singing, but he's rapping kind mm-hmm. of. Um, and but I was the, I don't know if you noticed, but there's these weird like Steven Universe sound effects throughout the song. Did you notice that? It's like these little dings or like these little zaps or whatever that go on throughout the beat. Did you notice that? Oh, why? Well, oh, I know what you're talking about. I did. <laughs> And I just thought it was funny because, like, you hear that in Steven Universe when, like, a gym, you know, yeah. explodes or whatever, like, or something. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Um, as far as Cam Wallace, I I don't know who he is. I didn't do my Googles, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he has a career or anything. But he sounded very amateur and very just... Mm, I'm trying to find something nice to say. It was... I don't know. It was just like a SoundCloud rapper. Like, it just wasn't... <laughs> it wasn't anything exciting. I don't know. I yeah. just didn't care for his part. Like, yeah. it just didn't, you know... No, I agree with you. He was just okay. Like, I don't think it was yeah. bad, but it wasn't anything special. Yeah. I don't know. It was like he grabbed his friend and was like, oh, hey, bro, I want to rap around this. Come mm-hmm. say something on the mic. <laughs> and he's just like, okay. And just, like, said something. No. I agree with you. Like, I, I, I didn't have any type of strong feelings about his part in the song at all Mm -hmm. but i do like the song Mm -hmm. like um because i don't want to say that his there are a couple of moments in the album where i feel like the album is about to shift directions and it really doesn't but it does because like because even in his song he's talking about uh he's basically telling her he doesn't want her to be with her boyfriend anymore he's like you know i want don't give away your vibes i want your vibes and like I think that's such a nigga thing to do <laughs> to take a girl from her boyfriend to which leads into the next song but you know to try to make somebody who's been unfaithful to their other partner faithful to become you. faithful to you <laughs> yeah but um but no I I enjoyed the song like so I I think if there's nothing about this album that I enjoy it's just the flow because it really does tell a story of being Ain't shit to steal ain't being shit, but you can see <laughs> a sex little in the bit. Middle. <laughs> but uh, but you can see, I can see the growth. But anyway, that's that's that. Okay. But number six is stolen gold, and if there is any song in this album that is a Trey song song, it is this song <laughs> because this is Mr. Steal Your Girl song. Oh God. Um. Yes. But yeah, it's um. I don't have any strong feelings about it. It's just a song about him basically telling. 
her that I'm going to take you from your man or that, you know, I can do it better. Anything he can do, I can do better. I mean, that's, that's cool. the whole vibe of the song. I mean, it, it's catchy, I guess, but um, and it's it's toward the bottom of my, yeah. my songs. I just want to know when we started comparing girls to chains. So, because that's what he was saying in the song, like, she's around his neck. She says that, or he says that at one point. So that's when I was like, oh, she's com- he's comparing her to a chain. Because, like, mm-hmm. he's stealing his, you know, his gold. I mean, it's been worse. People um, look, compare people to cars. Yeah, true. Jeeps. <laughs> anyway. Um, I just thought that was a funny analogy. Um, but yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of this song or the beat. Um, I don't know. It just sounds weird. And, like, he's, like, not singing for real. He's just kind of talking over, you know, the, the beat or the music or whatever. And... I don't know. I just, yeah, I was not a fan of the song either. So, all right. Number seven is Could This Be Love? No spaces. <laughs> was there a video for this? Mm-hmm. There wasn't? Okay. Nope. Um, I do, I really, this is probably when I first started um, enjoying the album again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I haven't really cared for the past few songs. Um, I love the acapella that he does. The song overall wasn't long enough. It sounded more like an interlude, which I'm probably sure that's what it was meant to be. But um, but yeah, he sounds great. The harmonies are really, really nice. And the lyrics are finally meaningful and intelligent sounding to me. So <laughs> I like it. <laughs> no, I think this is one of the stronger songs in the album. Like, I, just to peek back off what you said, the acapella is great. I love the harmonies in the song. And like... I really did appreciate the mood change. Like, oh, yeah. this is the first time, like, outside of the whole sex thing where he's not talking about people cheating and, and you know, like, I get, like I get that everybody is at different places in their lives. Like, he's a 27-year-old celebrity. I'm pretty sure he's having sex with all types of girls. So, I mean, I'm not expecting to listen to... I mean, even the album title gives away after hours. We're not... Ex- I'm not expecting a gospel yeah. album. So, um, but this that was a... That would have been a huge <laughs> shock. But I just think that this was a good... It was a good change of pace for yeah. for the album because he talked about potentially being in love with somebody. And, like, so I just think it's... I just really enjoyed the song. And, but there's one line in particular that sticks out to me because he says, I know we got karma coming. Hope she don't come now. And I'm like, for six songs, you talked about <laughs> Stealing, taking this yeah. man's woman. And now you're like, okay, I got you. I just hope you don't, Fuck same thing don't happen to me. And I'm like, niggas. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that's that. <laughs> and number eight is Stingy. So this also has an episode. This is the one with the jealous boyfriend who picks up his girlfriend from, from work. When she's uh the when they're arguing the whole way home in the car. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that's this. <laughs> that one. was so bad. So that oh, was God. probably the most aggravating of all oh, of them to me. Make yeah. a long story short, I think the girlfriend is a she's either a bartender or a stripper. I wasn't able to tell, but one of the other bartenders walked her outside to mm-hmm. her car. So she because it was male a male bartender. A male bartender. And of course her boyfriend came to pick her up and he you know, he acted a fool. They get in the car, they argue the whole time, and then they just laugh. I was like, you hungry? And I'm like, that's, <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all are dumb. But anyway, I hated the episode. It was probably my yeah. least favorite episode. Well, ooh, we just watched wow. one today that they're like, ready me too. 
They are all of the all of them. They're all terrible. <laughs> but um, going back to this song, so it's it samples genuine stingy song. Okay, um, I was wondering. I knew there was a sample. Yeah, it was a genuine sample. So the song is okay. There are parts of it I like and parts of it I don't. Mm-hmm. I really like it in the chorus how he says stingy because it's stingy. Yeah, like, I really you know I like it when people try to you know put their gusto mm-hmm. you know all in there, but um. It took me a minute to really get what the song was about because I was like, I'm so confused. But going with the flow of the album, he's being stingy with his penis. He's not giving it to all the other girls. He's only giving it to her. To her. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what it is. I was. Oh, that's that's how I interpret. That's how you interpret. Because he's he's like you know like I have. I mean, many, I, I have many too. people that I can give, give the D to. But I'm being stingy with it, and I'm only giving it to you. I thought that he was being stingy with her, no. like he's not sharing her. Just like the guy in the video, he you know he saw Ugh. her talking to this other guy. She he was like, no, well, <laughs> like let me shut this down right now. But so, that's how I took it. Yeah, because like because in the song he <clears throat> talks about you know other girls being like being around, but I'm only yeah. yeah him having access to other women, but he's only giving it to right. Her. But this, but you know. So, I, yeah, I noticed a sample in the beginning, too, but I wasn't sure who it was, so, okay, it was genuine. Um, yeah, it was easy to listen to. It's, you know, his flow is nice, and he has, um, he sounds good on the song, but there's not much, I don't, I don't feel like there's many vocals in the song. It is more one of these talk singing songs, because he sounds very Chris Brown, Bryson Tiller, Trey songs <laughs> again. Um, so... With that being said, you know, it just, it was, it was all right. It was one of my favorites, but it was, it was all right. All right, number nine is Go Crazy. Uh, another sex song. (laughs) And I, to me, this one was just a filler. Like, there was nothing special. Again, he's just talking about having sex with a girl. And I don't know, I guess, I feel like the beat at the end was probably like, the best part, like where it came in at the end. Did you notice that? Nope. Oh, well, there's like a beat change, I think, at the end. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they should have built the song around that. Um, and I just, yeah, I could have done without the female orgasm at the end. So this that was this was terrible. the episode <laughs> with the uh, <clears throat> the lesbian couple, the girl who was flirting with the Uber uh, driver the entire way. Okay. So the lawyer. Do you want to go into that episode? <sighs> Not really. <laughs> 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 so this lawyer, a female lawyer, um, is working late, and you see her texting her boo, sexting her boo, and in the toilet at work. Yeah, is it? I thought it was at her desk. Oh, it starts in the toilet, and then she goes back to her desk. So yeah, and um, we think you're thinking it's a guy, just mm-hmm. off, you know, top, but come to find out, it's a girl at the end of the video. But she gets, you know, she's sexting her boo, working late, calls an Uber. Gets in the Uber and then starts like flirting slash masturbating mm-hmm. slash fantasizing with the Uber driver, like while he's driving. And all I was thinking was, I hope this ain't <laughs> an Uber. Uber, uh, what's the one? Uber pool where he go to pick uh. somebody else up, <laughs> and they he stops. He's like, oh, we picking up, you know, uh, whoever, mm-hmm. and. They just hop in and she's back there like sprawled out like <laughs> in the back seat. <laughs> That'd be awkward as hell. Um, but anyways, and then so yeah, so she's doing all this with the Uber driver, and then she gets to her spot 
and just like kind of gets out and yeah, she's like i would never be with you you're not my type yeah and, and then I'm, her type is obviously a girl yeah and then she goes upstairs to her bay and it's uh, she opens the door and it's a girl and i'm like oh well this you know and escalated this, quickly and the sad thing <laughs> is this is not the worst episode yeah so i if, again it was just a lot the song like i said wasn't that spectacular and i could have done without the female orgasm at the end and yeah okay go ahead <laughs> yeah so this song is literally just about fucking mm-hmm. and um like there's a part where he's talking about yeah no backdrops just back shots so i'm like oh my god <laughs> there is no class there's no class and then right. he's talking about before he shoot the club up the shoot the shot uh shoot the store up and i'm like yeah. this, this song is literally just about mm-hmm. sex there's no other right no other type of interpretation for it but no it's 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 not memorable it's a filler to me it's one of my least favorite songs because at least with some of them i've debated whether or not i feel about them i just knew for off off jump that i wasn't a a fan of this song so Mm -hmm. i thought from titles because i like to like look at track lists and kind of guess maybe what the song's gonna be about Mm -hmm. i thought this one was maybe gonna be like a party club song no. Oh, no. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> no. No. Um, all right. Number 10. So number 10 is Explore. So I actually, I really like this song. So this is the video where the group of people outside and a girl breaks over him over the text. This yeah. is also very aggravating. They're all aggravating for different reasons. But anyway, in a video, the girl breaks up with him over text. She's basically saying that she wants to explore. And so he gets his he gets commentary from his male friends and some women that he Random met on women. the street. Um, yeah. It's dumb. That they don't know. <laughs> Just offer their immediate input. Yeah. And... But no, I, I do feel that this is one of the strongest songs on the album. I, it, it does depart from these... Um, from the sex aspect yeah. of it, he's doing a lot of talking about um, trying to see if, like, I, I couldn't tell if she was dating other guys while she was dating him or if he was just so far removed that she ended up trying to find somebody else because he wasn't Became there. uninterested. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't really tell what happened, but I actually really enjoyed the song. I think it's one of the better songs on the album. Um... I'm, it's not memorable to me. I don't like the chorus. The lyrics to me just sound really basic. Like, I don't know. They just, I didn't connect with them. But I will say that the verses, I guess what he was talking about, are good as far as like being relatable. Um, and the beat and production on the song is kind of interesting. It sounds different. But I just, I could have done without the breakdown at the end. I didn't really care for that. Do you know what I'm talking Not about? Not the breakdown. Oh, yeah. That's how I thought. I mean, that's how I felt. <laughs> okay. oh. So, uh, yeah, number 11 is Choose. This one was the very last video we watched. Mm-hmm. And it has basically two exes meeting up at a laundromat at like 2 a.m. 4 a.m. It was 4 a.m. 4 a.m. on a Friday night. Oh, it showed that? The time date? Yeah. No, she said it at the beginning. Oh, you may have missed that part. Um, yeah, I missed that part. So yeah, two exes uh, meeting up at the... Well, they probably didn't meet up. They ran into each other at a laundromat. Well, she was there. He knew that she was going to be there. So he like went through this elaborate thing to make it seem like he had been there. 
Oh, I miss all that. (laughs) Anyways, um, and they end up, you know, reminiscing slash arguing slash her giving him an ultimatum to come back or like to get his shit together. Again, bad acting. The girl actually I thought wasn't that bad, but he was just terrible. And the guy apparently he like works at the club. He's a bouncer or whatever at the club that they were at in the very first video. And she just got tired of him always picking everybody else, like, you know, as far as his job and everything else going on in his life over her. And that's why she left. And they've been broken up like two months or whatever. And I don't, it just, I don't know. It was just, go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. I just can't gather my thoughts because it was so just, I'm just like, what? <laughs> uh, like as we said before, all the episodes are trash. But um, the song is cool. Um, he's basically, well, the way that I interpret it is that he's regretful that she chose another guy over him. So he's trying to go this whole thing, this whole woulda, shoulda, coulda thing that, you know, niggas like to go through when they done messed up. But um, the one thing I got from the song is that he only valued her for sex. So I was like, so right. how are you sure that you, because like even he's like, oh, remember when I used to do this to you like that? Can he eat you out like he ate you out? Like, you're not talking about any of... any of, <laughs> Does he treat any, you good? Anything meaningful. <laughs> right. And, which goes back to, to the episode where, like, That's he's, he's, he's ba- basically begging her to get back with him. And then she's like, oh, I had sex with somebody else. And he's all of a sudden, like, then I'm interested. Flips. And I'm yeah. like... Oh, you fucked him? Oh, you did and this? Like, oh, you did really? that? I think it's like, that happens. And then, like, one, she's single, so she can do that. Two... I don't, I don't know why she told him. That's well, yeah. That, but I'm saying, even if she did, didn't he just, had no reason to get mad? That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Especially if you came there just to like get back, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't hear any apologies. I didn't hear any. You know, I'm gonna do this by you, right? You know, I'm gonna do right by you this time. I didn't hear any of that. He just came there to see to get that information to mm-hmm. like see what she was up to. Mm-hmm. And like you said, it no. really seemed like he only valued her for you know the physical. Like yeah. he wasn't even trying to get back her because he connected with her on a deeper level. Mm-hmm. So it's just like that's what bothered me the most because I'm just like because like you said after she said that oh he dug this so deep into her you know mm-hmm. post relationship life that he didn't get the answer he wanted so he was automatically like, oh you did this what yeah. I, you know what and it's just like shut up mm-hmm. <laughs> like you look dumb yeah so but. But like I said, the song is cool. Like I don't, I don't dislike it. it mm-hmm. I don't. I like it more than I dislike it. But it's not. It's not yeah. a, one of the strong songs to me. It's, but um, I don't know. It's a filler for me, and it's just kind of boring. And I'm just like to be like the second to last track. I just don't feel like <laughs> we're at a place in the album where we need fillers or where you know, like mm-hmm. it just. I don't know. I just wasn't. I didn't have any strong feelings, and I wasn't you know blown away by it. So mm-hmm. it was just kind of there. All right. And lastly is number 12, which is Crash. And I like this song. It is a... It's a little lighter. Well, the, the, the it's the most quote-unquote upbeat song of, mm-hmm. out of everything else on the album. Like the first 10 songs are baby making. Well, they have a very, you know, a certain vibe. And then um, it, it does change when it gets to explore. But no, I, I like the song. Like I, I appreciate his falsetto in this song and um i think it was a good way to end the album like considering how he started off like how he Mm -hmm. was able to see that 
they basically had a volatile relationship. Like they had the only way they had, they were going to crash basically. And so I yeah. think it does a good job in, in, in ending the album. Yeah. Um, there wasn't a video for this one. There was no video. Okay. Um, yeah, I really, really enjoy the beat and that's like the first thing you hear in the song on this one, you know, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed that. Um, and then the melody and harmonies, you know, in the background are really, really nice too. His vocals sound great. He's actually singing on a song. <laughs> like, I feel like he really hasn't shown us vocally what he can do this whole album. And I don't I just, that bothered me. But on this song, <laughs> the very last song of the album, he's singing and he sounds great. And even the, you know, the background vocals and everything and the verses I really, really enjoy. And I'm not sure how I feel about the chorus, though. It just kind of, uh, like, the crash, what we finna do part, you know, I'm talking mm-hmm. about. I just, I don't know. That hasn't gone on me yet. But I do like the song. It's probably, I'm afraid to say it's one of my favorites. <laughs> because those are scarce on this album. But um, I think it, out of all the songs, it's probably my favorite. So it just sucks that it's, like, the very last song. <laughs> so... Alright, so there's that. Review. You mean rate? Yeah, rate, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, for those of you who are new listeners, we have a rating system. It's rock, paper, scissors. Rock means you really enjoy the album, and it's very solid. Paper means it needs some edits. And scissors means uh, you did not like the album. Ready? Alright. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Alright. So I gave it a rock <laughs> and he gave it scissors. You wanna mm-hmm. go first? <sighs> okay. Um, so I'm basing it off a lot. Like there was a lot to consider, I feel, for this project. Like as far as the visuals, as far as the music, as far as, you know, just everything that was put into it. Um, I do feel like there was a common theme, but that doesn't necessarily mean I don't want to say it doesn't mean it's cohesive. It just, I don't know. Like, I just didn't connect to this album. Like, I get he's young and, you know, playing around and, you know, not really taking feelings, relationships, or whatever seriously is what, you know, you do in your 20s. But I don't, it just, I didn't connect with it. And the common theme of the whole album is after hours like it's you know having i don't know i'm just my mind is all over the place right now trying to figure out how i feel about this album um i just feel like musically it was kind of all over the place the songs didn't go together does that make any sense not at all not to to me like (laughs) we gave it two completely different yeah so we're not going to yeah um Okay, I'll start with the visuals. The visuals to me were very amateur, just from the way they were shot, to the acting, to the direction of it. It just didn't feel polished. It didn't feel finesse. It didn't feel like it had a... It didn't showcase the music, and I was just kind of disappointed with those. As far as the album, like I said, Crash is probably the only song that I can call a favorite and that I can only enjoy. That's why I gave it scissors, because I'm like... None of these I want to save on my phone to listen to again. I don't, you know, I might save down Crash just because I liked it, but we'll see. But as far as the album, I'm not going to, you know, go back and listen to it after this. Um, I don't know. It's just, I didn't connect with it. It just, it wasn't, 
I don't know. I just, I really can't find the words because I just didn't connect with it and I didn't feel like it was, it needed something more. It needed more, I don't want to say life. It just needed more depth or more, um, I don't know. It, like I said, it just felt, the whole thing just felt really un, not unfinished, but just unpolished and not... I wish I had a better better answer um, or better, you know, final thoughts, but that's that's it. So, I disagree. So, I will agree. I do agree with the visual aspect of it, mm-hmm. uh, but that didn't really make a difference on how I felt about the project as a whole mm-hmm. because I feel like one majority of the people aren't going to watch it because it is a they well i don't think they are title exclusives anymore but these originally were only released on title so people weren't going to see the videos either way that it went but no the visuals were not strong Mm -hmm. i do agree with that but i i think it goes back to him not having the budget to do what he wanted to do i do think that he should have instead of making six separate episodes he could have like used that money to make one good great video but he had a vision that he wanted to go with with Mm -hmm. his album you know at this point i feel like everybody's trying to make a not only a gimmick but they're trying to find a way to get put their music out to so people can digest it I don't think he went the best route about doing it, but for me, it didn't take away from the album. <coughs> now, where I do disagree with you is saying that it's all over the place, because I do think it tells a very straightforward story. Like, you mm-hmm. can see, like, unlike like last week we listened to Witness, and that was literally all over the place. Like, yeah. there was no story. There were songs just thrown out there. But in this album, like, he literally told a story that went from, I met this girl, she's cheating on her boyfriend, I'm cheating on my girlfriend, we're going to try and make it work for us, we're going to work on us, I'm in love, okay, she's realizing that I'm not shit, and okay, so maybe we aren't meant to be together, we Mm -hmm. were only destined to crash, so that's why I disagree when you say that, um... It's not cohesive and it's not all over the place. Now, I, I can understand you not being able to relate to it because I can't relate to it. Like, yeah. I've never been in this situation, but I have... Maybe that's it. But the thing is, the thing is <laughs> I, I can't relate. I have a lot of friends who have been in this situation. Like, it's not, it's not applicable to me, and it never has been, but I've seen other people go through this. So that's mm-hmm. why, like... Like, I think... To put into perspective to you, like when I I, I hate talking about Beyonce like every episode, but I feel like <laughs> I, I feel that's how I, that's I, how I connect. <laughs> but no, but, no, but like because I, I, I don't want to say that your review was right or wrong, but I think it's it's similar to like white men reviewing Lemonade. Like yeah. you don't have any type of perspective to give yeah. Lemonade for you to be like is good or bad. Not saying that you don't, but just. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I think just because, like, you weren't able to relate to it and... Because, like, a lot of stuff that he was talking about is, like, really, you being really childish, you being immature. Yeah, but but, just... but the thing is, that's him. Yeah. Like, even going back to the future episode, when we did that, like, I couldn't relate to it, but I was like, this is where he is at this point. Mm-hmm. And so I said all of it just as, that, just yeah, to say. Yeah, that's, that's more so where I'm coming from. So I don't yeah. want to sound like... And by me, I didn't mean... 
the album is cohesive in the sense of a theme, like you were saying, because it's called After Hours. That's going to give you context right there. But I guess, I don't know, musically, it just didn't kind of... When I say musically, I mean, like, the production, like, how it but sounds. But, like, like, you know, it just didn't... But see, like, and I'm sorry, know. I just think... I, actually, I, I see what you're saying, but, like, so yeah. I, I just feel differently about it because, yeah. realistically, we everybody is not going to be out here making thought provoking music we yeah. let's be perfectly honest we need our pretty rickies we need people out here giving <laughs> us our baby making music i mean i'm yeah. just being perfectly honest and yeah. the thing that gives this album the reason i feel differently about this album that i did about tremaine is because tremaine like we've heard the same trey songs for the past 10 years and like i really did enjoy um mac wild's last album and they are completely Completely different. Like I was not expecting him to go this direction. I keep forgetting that he's as old as he is. He's 27, 28 yeah, years old. I keep forgetting that he, I'm thinking he's like 22, 23. And I was like, oh, he was a baby. He's <laughs> not. He's older than what I thought he yeah. was. But I was able to see his growth from that album to this one. Now, even though his growth may not be where I am in my life, mm-hmm. I do see it. So for those reasons, I think it is a solid album. And, and aside from that, I really do think a lot of the songs sound good. Like none of the songs are perfect. Mm-hmm. There aren't any perfect songs. Like Bunny and Clyde song, Wale did not need to be on there. He could have took a couple of the sex songs out. Like he could have completely took and go crazy out because mm-hmm. there it, it didn't add anything to the album. But I do think that it is a very solid project. Yeah. I, don't, I just, like, the songs that stuck out to me were the ones that he was singing on. And mm-hmm. that's probably another thing that I like. I enjoy his singing voice more than this, like, talk rapping, you know, whatever else he was doing on the album. So, And, then, and I think that just goes back to what <clears throat> state R&B music is in now. Yeah. Like, everybody wants to make the trap R&B songs now. Yeah. And... Thing is, because I think he like I think he has a nice voice, and I do wish that he would have showcased it a little bit more. But mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I think it definitely I, it's the relatable thing for me. I didn't. I mean, I I didn't think about that. Yeah. <laughs> like I just you know because we're practically the same age, so yeah. you know I'm about to be twenty eight. But you know, it just I I'm just like for us to be the same age, we're completely different <laughs> wavelengths and you know different yeah. places in our lives. So I think that's what it was. So. Um, so check it out. Let us know what you think about it. That's our, our take on it. Mm-hmm. And what are we doing next week? Next week, we will be having the mid-year music review. Music review. So we will be talking about um, some of our standout albums right. of the year. We still haven't gotten our uh, categories, our uh, superlatives together. We'll we're gonna, have it we're together. We're going to get that together. We'll get it together soon. <laughs> we're going to get together. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at audioculture underscore. And you can follow me on all social media at Mateo at M-A-T-T-A-Y-O underscore. And I can be found at J-L-T. That's at J-A-Y-E-L-T-E-E underscore. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the show on SoundCloud and or iTunes. And please do us a favor by leaving a rating or review for us wherever you stream your podcasts. Do you have anything else? Nope, I think that's everything. All right, we'll see you guys next week. I'll see you next week. Bye. Okay.